Listen, little sister. Angels make their hope here, in these hills. Follow me. I will guide you. Careful now, no trespass. I will guide you, word for word, mouth for mouth. All the holy ones embracing us. All our kin making home here. Renegade, marooned, lawless fugitives grace these mountains. We have earth to bind us. The covenant between us can never be broken. Vows to live and let live. Appalachian Elegy, Section 6, Bell Hooks. I want to thank the newest supporter of Path of a Green Witch podcast, Tori Poskel. Thank you so much for becoming a supporter. If you want to become a supporter of Path of a Green Witch podcast, just click the link in the description. Gloria Jean Watkins was better known by her pen name, Bell Hooks. She was an American author, professor, feminist, and social activist. The pen name is borrowed from her maternal great-grandmother, Belle Blair Hooks. The focus of Hooks's writing was to explore the intersectionality of race, capitalism, gender, and what she described as their ability to produce and perpetuate systems of oppression and class domination. She published around 40 books, including works that ranged from essays and poetry to children's books. She published numerous scholarly articles, appeared in documentary films, and participated in public lectures. Her work addressed love, race, race, class, gender, art, history, sexuality, mass media, and feminism. Gloria Jean Watkins was also an academic. She taught at institutions including Stanford University, Yale University, and the City College of New York before she finally joined Berea College in Berea, Kentucky in 2004. That's where she later founded the Bell Hooks Institute. Gloria Jean Watkins was born on September 25, 1952 in Hopkins, Kentucky. Hopkinsville was a small segregated town in Kentucky, and Gloria Jean Watkins was born to a working-class African-American family. Watkins was one of six children born to Rosa Bell Watkins, also known as Nay Oldham, and Viotis Watkins. Her father, Viotis, worked as a janitor, and her mother, Rosa Bell, worked as a maid in the homes of white families. In her memoir, Bone Black, Memories of Girlhood, Watkins would write of her struggle to create self and identity while growing up in a rich magical world of southern black culture that was sometimes paradisiacal and at other times terrifying. She was educated in racially segregated public schools, later moving to an integrated school in the late 1960s. She graduated from Hopkinsville High School and got a bachelor's degree in English from Stanford University in 1973. She also got a master's in English from the University of Wisconsin-Madison in 1976. During that time, Watkins was writing her book Ain't I a Woman, Black Women and Feminism, which she began at the age of 19, and then she published it in 1981, about 10 years later. In 1983, after several years of teaching and writing, she completed her doctorate in English at the University of California, Santa Cruz, with a dissertation on author Toni Morrison entitled Keeping a Hold on Life, Reading Toni Morrison, Fiction. Gloria Jean Watkins wrote under the name Bell Hooks. 
She adopted her maternal great-grandmother's name as her pen name because, as she later put it, her great-grandmother was known for her snappy and bold tongue, which I greatly admired, she said. She also said she put the name in lowercase letters both to honor her great-grandmother and to convey that what is most important to focus upon is her works, not her personal qualities. She wanted people to focus on the substance of the books, not who she was. Regarding her her sexual identity, Hooks described herself as queer pa gay. She used the term pa from the French language translating to not in the English language. Hooks described being queer in her own words as, quote, not who you're having sex with, but about being at odds with everything around it, end quote. During an interview, Hooks told Bariola, quote, I don't have a partner. I've been celibate for 17 years. I would love to have a partner, but I don't think my life is less meaningful, end quote. On December 15th, 2021, Bell Hooks died from kidney failure at her home in Berea, Kentucky at the age of 69. I decided to do an episode honoring Gloria Jean Watkins, also known as Bell Hooks, because I really admire her life's work and everything she stood for. Despite the fact that she was born to a poor black family and educated in segregated schools, she managed to to do extremely well in higher education, and she got a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, and a PhD. She was an author, an academic, and an activist. She was a black woman and a member of the LGBTQ plus community. In 2002, Bell Hooks gave a commencement speech at Southwestern University. It was traditional for people giving speeches at the university to be congratulatory, but she eschewed that. She spoke against what she saw as government-sanctioned violence and oppression, and she admonished students who she believed went along with those practices. The Austin Chronicle reported that many people in the audience booed the speech, but, quote, several graduates passed over the provost to shake her hand or give her a hug, end quote. This is a perfect example of why I admire Bell Hooks. She was fearless. She did not care to speak truly truth in uncomfortable situations, in situations where people traditionally just uphold the status quo and put aside what their true values might be. She refused to do that, and she spoke her truth, and it made people uncomfortable, but it also made some people feel the need to go up and shake her hand, because that is something that is really difficult to do. You have to be really brave to do something like that, because you run the risk of being blackballed and never invited to do another speaking engagement. Bell Hooks's first major work, Ain't I a Woman? Black Women and Feminism, which was published in 1981, has been recognized for its contribution to feminist thought. In 1992, Publishers Weekly named it one of the 20 most influential women's books in the last 20 years. In 2019, Min Jin Lee from the New York Times said that Ain't I a Woman remains a radical and relevant work of political theory. Bell Hooks gives historical evidence of the specific sexism that black female slaves endured and how that legacy affects black womanhood today. Ain't I a Woman examines themes including the historical impact of sexism and racism on black women, devaluation of black womanhood, media roles and portrayal, the education system, the idea of a white supremacist capitalist patriarchy, and the marginalization of black 
black women. Bell Hooks became significant as a leftist and postmodern political thinker and cultural critic. In her work, Feminist Theory, From Margin to Center, published in 1984, Hooks developed a critique of white feminist racism in second wave feminism, which she argued undermined the possibility of feminist solidarity across racial lines. She actually talked a lot about how black women didn't really identify with the feminist movement because of the inherent racism in the movement and how it seemed to support the issues that white women were facing but completely ignored the issues that black women were facing. Bell Hooks argued that communication and literacy, the ability to read, write, and think critically are necessary for the feminist movement because without them, people may not grow to recognize gender inequalities in society. This is something that I agree with wholeheartedly. I believe that communication and literacy are so important. It is important that we are able to tell our own stories in our own words. And the only way you can do that is if you have proper communication skills. And one of the ways that we communicate is in writing. People write things and read things and that's how stories are told long after people have left this life. When my kids were little, I homeschooled them. I started homeschooling before my kids were really school-aged, so by the time my older children were three and four years old, they were reading at like a second grade level. They were reading well. They read with fluency. That was something that was really, really important to me. I think a lot about how it would have been illegal at one point in U.S. history for someone who looks like me to know how to read and for someone who looks like me to teach my children to read that would have been illegal there is no real incentive for the people who have the knowledge to teach it to the people who don't. And I think I need to be clearer in what I'm saying. There is no real incentive for the powers that be, let's label that white supremacy, to uplift minority groups by empowering them with education. We can't sit around and expect that people are going to give us the tools to rise up to their level. That's just not going to happen. I think it's just so important that we educate ourselves. And even though I lived in a community with a really good school system, it was still important to me that I made sure my children knew how to read well. And they did. That was something that I feel proud of. I'm very proud of the fact that I homeschooled my kids. I think it gave me valuable time with them and it gave me the opportunity to make sure that they were properly educated. And I see it now in how well they do in school that that foundation was strong. Their literacy skills are really strong and I'm proud of that. And it saddens me to my core that I was not able to do that with my youngest son. And I can see the difference. He is a very, very smart boy, but he was not taught to read the way I taught my other children to read. And it shows. I stressed phonics with my other children. It was important 
important to me that they know how to break down any word in the English language and read it and read it with fluency. And I feel that a lot of times in classroom settings, teachers are really just trying to get through the curriculum with all of the children and they don't have the time to make sure that the child really works on the areas where they might be struggling. My youngest son has always struggled with reading and that was something that just really frustrated me because I knew that if I had more time with him, I would have been able to help him with that. I mentioned that one of my daughters is on the autism spectrum and she had some issues with the language. They said it was like a language integration kind of thing. So her speech was unique. The way she would make mistakes with the English language would make you believe that maybe she was learning English from a non-native speaker. I am definitely a native English speaker, so there was no reason really for her to speak that way. And that was part of the issues, you know, her uniqueness. But despite that, I still had her reading really well by the time she was four years old. And by the time she was five years old, she was actually helping my son, my older son, with his reading. So that was actually really cool to see her become such a strong reader that she could actually help her little brother. Okay, so that was a really long tangent because literacy is something that is so important. That's why I admire all of Bell Hooks's accomplishments. Her academic achievements are something that I'm sure she was proud of and she should have been because it's amazing that a woman and a black woman was able to get so far academic coming from the humble beginnings that she came from. Gloria Jean Watkins was an advocate of anti-racist, anti-sexist, and anti-capitalist politics. She produced writings that shaped popular and academic discourse. Her writing resonated far beyond the United States, and her work was translated into 15 different languages. She once said, Quote, in the world of the southern black community I grew up in, back talk and talking back meant speaking as an equal to an authority figure. It meant daring to disagree, and sometimes it meant just having an opinion, end quote. For a child to speak when not spoken to was to invite punishment. It was a courageous act. It was an act of risk and daring. It was in that world that the craving was born to her to have a voice, and not just any voice, but one that could be identified as belonging to her. Certainly for black women, our struggle has not been to emerge from silence into speech, but to change the nature and direction of our speech, to make a speech that compels listeners, one that is heard. Oh, now when I ponder the silences, the voices that are not heard, the voices of those wounded and or oppressed individuals who do not speak or write, I contemplate the acts of persecution, the torture, the terrorism that breaks spirits, that makes creativity impossible. I'd write these words to bear witness to the primacy of resistance, struggle in any situation of dominance, even within family life, to the strength and power that emerges from sustained resistance and the profound conviction that these forces 
can be healing, can protect us from dehumanization and despair. So many of the things that were important to Gloria Jean Watkins are also important to me. It is important to me to be a voice for the voiceless. Due to systemic racism and oppression, black women like me have not had the same opportunities for education, and that leads to the inability to articulate the harm done to you. I am certain that that is intentional. Why would the oppressors ever equip their victims with the tools to fight back? They wouldn't. It's important for people like Gloria Jean Watkins, who have the ability to communicate effectively, to do so. We need to make sure that our stories are told by us. We need to fight back against oppression and keep fighting until true equality is achieved. I encourage you to read material by black authors. If you are a black person, a child of the diaspora, it is required reading. You must know your history. I cannot stress this enough. Do not let oppressors tell you who you are and where you come from. If you are someone who wants to fight against oppression and you're not a black person, I appreciate the support. It is just as important for you to understand black history because there is so much racism that is taught when it comes to black people. This is true in medicine for doctors and nurses who are studying to heal people. They are literally taught racist misinformation as though it's fact. To overcome this kind of systemic racism, we need people like you to know the truth about our history. So thank you very much for listening. Hear them cry, the long dead, the long gone speak to us from beyond the grave. Guide us that we may learn all the ways to hold tender this land, hard clay direct rock upon rock charred earth. In time, strong green growth will rise here, trees back to life, native flowers pushing the fragrance of hope, the promise of resurrection. Bell Hooks, Appalachian Elegy, Section 1. Thank you very much for taking some time to learn a little bit more about Gloria Jean Watkins with me. I intend to do more episodes honoring ancestors that I feel have made important contributions to our society, so look forward to those. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you very much for listening to Path of a Green Witch podcast. And a very special thank you to the supporters of Path of a Greenwich podcast, Nicole Mims, John Shields, Ray, Jacqueline Hatfield, and to the newest supporter of Path of a Greenwich podcast, Tori Poskel. Thank you all very much for your support. It really means a lot to me. I appreciate everyone for taking the time to listen to my podcast. If you'd like to become a supporter, just click the link in the description or go to anchor.fm slash andrea9559 slash support to become a supporter of Path of a Greenwich podcast. My name is Andrea. Again, that link is is anchor.fm slash andrea9559 slash support. Listener support really means the world to me. Thank you so much for listening.